This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Five o'clock, the happy hour. We have ourselves what we like to call a, uh, what is it, a rollover? <laughs> carryover. <laughs> what we like to call, what is it? Carryover. Carry yes, carryover. Rollover is what you do when a left-handed hitter hits a ball to second base. Oh, Scravy, stop it. Yeah, they're replaying the game. Uh, the Buffalo Bills-Cincinnati Bengals game, and they were just showing DeMar Hamlin's family. That that rumor, I said yesterday, and I still am, am not going to get behind it. Thank you. Okay. I'm glad you're not. Okay. Uh, let's jump right into this uh, carryover. All right. Number two. Now, I told you before the break, Kwame Brown had something pretty interesting to say. Back in 2001, he was the NBA's first overall pick. He went to the Wizards. Uh, and uh, they selected him out of high school. It turns out that Brown was not as good as his high draft status, but he does have a different outlook on being a bust. Here he is on the pivot talking about being labeled as a bust. Being a bust is better. How's that? LeBron can't do what I can do. They take pictures everywhere he go. I was a bust. Ain't nobody take pictures of me everywhere I went. (laughs) (laughs) But you still big as hell. You can't sneak nowhere. I'm a fit in a, I can fit in a Corolla. <laughs> I can fit, I in, can a fit in a Corolla. This is my favorite part. How's that? He's like, huh? <laughs> he, he, he generally sounds confused. Being a bus is better. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? I think it's either Fred Taylor or Shannon Crowder. Okay. I'm not sure which yeah, one it's it was. one of those two, because that didn't sound like uh, Ryan Clark. No, 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 definitely didn't. But, um, so... I've never really heard a bus kind of say. Jamarcus Russell kind of said this, but Tony, do you think that Kwame Brown has a point here? I, I mean, yeah, there's some elements to being a celebrity in that light that you know really takes away your ability to live normal, right? To he's right, LeBron can't walk outside and be you know at the mall without being the center of attention like even if he was trying to be incognito it would be pretty much impossible so from that standpoint he was right i think he does have a point it was a really good listen i didn't i mean kwame has some thoughts and things that i don't necessarily agree with but he made some really good points about the label bust and and how that affected him in his career after afterwards you know he was kind of making the same point Jamarcus Russell was, which is where you come from, where he came from, uh, and have been able to accomplish what he has from where he come from. It's a win. He he is in his community looked at as somebody who made it. 
you know, because he he got out of the the poverty that he was in. True, true, yeah. Before, but it's a really good interview. Kwame's got some depth to him. I'll tell you that. And he can fit into a Corolla. And he can fit into a Corolla. <laughs> Chris, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going to go with everything Tony said, but I, I'm also going to just twist it a little bit. Uh, he used LeBron as an example. Not everybody in the NBA is a LeBron. You still could have been a pretty good player and gone out in public and lived your life. Now, if you're going to be a super-duper star, then, yeah, it's going to affect your daily routine. But i got to believe that uh, Goran Dragic of the Chicago Bulls can walk into any restaurant. But he wasn't a number 1 overall pick. Yeah, I get it, but Kwame Brown could have just settled in as a nice NBA player and probably yeah. walked into... Other than the fact that everybody go, oh my goodness, that guy's six eleven. Look how tall he is. <laughs> it is when you see a you super know, tall you, person, you do look. <laughs> you're gonna look regardless. So, I'm just saying, I, I, part of you, if you're gonna go into this line of work, has to, I think, live with a little bit of celebrity, or you're probably going into the line, wrong line of work. Number one. American skier Michaela Schifrin won a record 83rd World Cup race yesterday. Schifrin's giant slalom victory broke a tie on the women's career list with former American teammate Lindsey Vaughn. Vaughn retired four years ago when injuries cut her career short. Schifrin needs only three more wins to match Ingmar Stenmark's overall mark in the men's or women's events of 86 uh, skiing victories. Chris, why do we only care about skiing during the Winter Olympics? Why? Yeah. Um, I think skiing's fun to watch. Well, then watch it. I mean, there's got to be a channel somewhere you can find it and go watch the World Cup races. NBC Sports. I've watched it before. You can watch it. But you're right. Uh, Gymnastics, skiing, uh, you know, these are among the events that uh, very few of us pay much attention to except in the Olympics. And unfortunately for Michaela Schifrin, when we were all paying attention and all the eyeballs were upon her, she kept falling down. At the uh, most recent Winter Games, and I and I saw this achievement, and it's obviously a remarkable achievement for her in her sport. But to most of us, Michaela Schifrin's always going to bring up kind of a a sad tale. Uh, I, at least I, that's how I look. You know, at how, it. I mean, I don't know that I'll remember her for this, but I do specifically remember her lying. Remember when she l- was lying down on the snow for about ten minutes? Yes. Yeah, crying, and her teammate came over. Her boyfriend came. They over couldn't even to continue the event. Yeah, because she was lying in the middle of the course. They finally had to get her off to the side. I, it, it was a sad tale to watch Michaela Schiffer, who's obviously one of the greatest skiers in history, fail so miserably. In the Winter Olympics. I mean, that's what I th- unfortunately think she's going to be remembered for. Maybe. Maybe. But if she wins it a bunch of... doesn't mean me- it's fair. If she wins a bunch of uh, medals in the upcoming Olympics, maybe, she maybe can, she'll yeah, turn redeem herself. I hope she does. All right. That's it for the Big Five. Check out our... Tony all- doesn't get an answer? Just, yeah, oh, I'm guess, sorry. I guess Tony? I'm out. Tony no, probably I'm sorry. had something no, no, really no, cool no, I'm to sorry. say. I'm sorry, Tony. What, what do you think about this? Why don't we care about skiing until the Winter Olympics? Uh, because it's a winter sport. I don't know. Why don't we care about it? To we the... don't watch it. All. We watch. Everybody watches it during the. Olympics. Oh, you're talking about outside yeah, of the. Yeah, Olympics. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's a winter sport. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know because it, it. I think most people probably look at think of skiing as only an Olympic sport. Right, like we don't even know that they have a World you know, Cup I, circuit. I, That's true. I, until we started talking, it, it and it dawned on me that they probably ski outside of just the Olympics. Um, I think most people just 
consider it an Olympic sport, even though it's there's a, a season and things like that. Just do they have like an ice skating sport. tour? Or do they just I skate do. in I, the Olympics? You know, I'm not going to claim that I know, but I believe that they have to have something because that's how they get their world points to be able to qualify for the Olympics. I would imagine or they get have into some, the some sort of tour. Yeah, I all don't right. know. I'm not aware. Check out our all-new podcast called Inside San Diego Baseball, Sam Levitt. Sam will discuss all things Padres and Major League Baseball with weekly episodes. Find it at 973thefantasy.com, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you, Scraby. You're welcome. Very nice. Nice job there, Very buddy. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Go. Uh, go. Go. Aztecs in action tonight at uh, Vias Arena taking on Utah State. Yeah, plenty of time to go get something to eat. It's about three hours Take away from tip-off. Take the kids out for a movie. <laughs> tuck everybody into bed. Take your pajamas off and go see the Aztecs play. Game is until 8 o'clock tonight. Uh Speaking of playoff football, we had been talking about that really all show. Eagles, uh, A.J. Brown, uh, said that he's not a diva, but he does want the ball. <laughs> I he, like his quote, too. He basically said, listen, what you get, what you see is what you get. Uh, if you throw the ball to me 100 times, I'm going to be complaining about it because I want it 101 times. Yeah, exactly. I love that. So doesn't sound like that's going to change anytime soon from A.J. Brown. The interesting thing, him and Jalen Hurts are like best buddies. Like they grew up together. And oh, I so, didn't know they grew up yeah, together. Yeah, I mean, well, they, they've played before college. They, they, they knew each other pretty tight. They were pretty tight. So, um, Who the 49ers got to try and lock down A.J. Brown? Anyway. You know that's that's a major issue. Is the that corners? the corners are not very good? They're young. Uh, Hufanga, I love Hufanga. He looks yeah, exactly he's not like Troy be Paul Malu. AJ Brown, he's a safety. Yeah, but if AJ Brown's going deep, I think Hufanga is going to be around there. He better be. Yeah, he better be. Because <laughs> if he's not, put six on the board. You know, there was uh, was I talking to you guys about this yesterday? But Fred Warner of the 49ers linebacker, he ended up. Covering someone way down the field, it was um, it was uh, it was a it was, it was a, their best wide receiver, CD Lamb, CD Lamb, yeah, CD Lamb, and it was pass interference, frankly, yeah, and he didn't he, really, he didn't see the ball coming the as it went by. Air. But what <laughs> I was trying to say, and then everybody said what an amazing play he made. I can't believe he's covering him. That yeah, with all due respect, he kind of got away with one. But anyway, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, if they need someone to at least like slow AJ Brown down, no, they could use Fred it. Warner to no. linebacker. Scraby's not gonna be out Scraby, on the edge. I promise you, the wide receiver. What are you? The, I, no, are I you didn't the say that. Did I say hey, that? Did I say that? Hey, I promise you, Scraby. If Fred Warner is guarding AJ AJ uh, Brown, Brown, yeah, you're gonna lose. <laughs> you're gonna lose by a lot. You're no, lose I by no, a lot. I didn't say that Fred Warner was going to be shadowing. He, he, should not, he shouldn't Brown. be helping. He shouldn't be helping you. How's he gonna help on him? He cover him. They do have help cover him. They He's, do have a pretty good running game. Fred Warner's going to have to take care of. Uh, I almost said Deuce Staley. That's about <laughs> twenty years ago. Back. Sanders, Miles Sanders, Miles Sanders. Yeah, Deuce He's got a running Staley. back. He's got Jalen Hurts to deal with, Fred and he's Warner's got, got him, and, on his plate. and he's got and Jalen Hurts has himself too. By the way, so. Yeah. There's going to be a lot to, to count for. for yeah, this I'm a little nervous about that. Because Devontae Smith has been pretty darn good lately. It's I'm just, just glad that we're now pronouncing his name right. It was like a year of Devonta cord because of Scravy. And now, well, I, I heard it during uh, an NFL draft broadcast. That's so. what you claim. Yeah. No, I don't claim. It was what true. You claim, what else true. did you hear during an NFL broadcast from Roger Goodell? <laughs> oh. 
Tua Tungabalawa. There you That's go. Okay, Aaron. well, you don't pronounce his name wrong all the time, do you? <laughs> no, I don't. All right. Don't. Uh, just to report, uh, Brooklyn Nets, <laughs> Philadelphia 76ers, 33-32 Brooklyn Nets. Give, me, give you guys a guess how many points Ben Simmons has. Zero? Ding, 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 ding. Still the first quarter, so. And just he's, underway. He's got time. He hasn't attempted a shot yet. Time for well, he never attempts a shot. <laughs> he's got he's got two assists and a block. He is just you talk about the opposite of filling up a stat sheet. That's Ben Simmons. <laughs> Whatever the opposite of filling up a stat sheet is. I don't know that there's a word for that at it's this just point. <laughs> seven minutes and a bunch of zeros. Oh man. man, I shouldn't. I hope Ben gets it together. Gets back to where he was. Because I'm sure uh, I don't think he cares that much. I mean, he's making so much money. What's his what's, what's his motivation? Yeah, what's his motivation other than to get in our good graces? You yeah, know, it's a good good point. He's making a ton. He's making so much money. It's crazy. I haven't heard much about him in the way of being a bad teammate this year. No, he's been he's been on the floor. So yeah. I mean, he's he's certainly there. He just. By the way, we did finally find out the uh, Denver Nuggets are 10-point underdogs to the Milwaukee Bucks, indeed because Jokic is not playing tonight. There it is. Jokic is It must out. have been some anticipation. There had to be, yeah. yeah. There was no story about that, but uh, checking out Soon the As soon as you said, score, this is the second end of the back-to-back, and I was yeah. thinking to myself, yeah, yeah. Jokic is not playing tonight, so that is why the Bucks were 10-point favorites over the Nuggets. Nuggets don't care. They are leading five to three yes, in the first they are. quarter. They're off to. A, I don't think I have to tell anybody it's the first quarter. Yeah, no the five three. Five to three. That's. I hope apparent. it's not the second quarter. Lakers are in action tonight again. They are going right back at it against the San Antonio Spurs. Chance to redeem a revival themselves. of the great rivalry from the two thousands <laughs> when the Spurs and Lakers used to battle for Western Conference supremacy. They need a W tonight. I know They'll that. Need a w tonight. They need another W. Antonio's not very good. All right, let's get to break. More Gwen and Chris on the way or some traffic. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Quick update. Scraby's family has been tweeting him and texting him. Oh, oh Chris, Chris is hurt. Chris is hurt because he's Uncle finding Scraby, out that he's, he's not right. Uncle Scraby. Aunt Scraby. Aunt Scraby. Cousin Scraby. Scraby. 
They're all texting him, telling him, "Oh, you're so right about the golf argument." We oh, don't let me care read a few. Who's on the leaderboard? <laughs> let me read a few. No, we're not going to go through all 25 of the. Uh, dumb texts I, that's all you need got. to say is that 25 people. Whopping 25. Whatever. That's a lot. Uh, for a stupid fight that we were having. In further news. Thank you to everyone for replying. In further news, uh, for dinner tonight, Scraby is having uh, some uh, salad with his ranch dressing. How's that going for you? It wasn't ranch dressing. No ranch dressing tonight. No. Did you go healthy dressing? Healthier? I didn't put all the tr- the dressing on the salad, so yes. It was like an Asian chicken salad. Ooh, okay. Yeah. What, kind of, what kind of dressing did you go with? I don't know what it's called. It was very good, though. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. Can we talk about which something you just brought up during the break that was mind-blowing? What's that? Um, Scraby told us that at these golf tournaments, people oh. dress in their golf get-ups as if they're playing. Some of them. Some of them do. Well, I'm not saying everybody, but I'm saying you'll find some people. That would be the equivalent of somebody dressing in full uniform at Petco Park, cleats, uniform, belt, everything. That. That's not a kid, by the way. I know, I know. Like the kids, I, I see them dress up like Ricky Fowler, where they're wearing all orange or whatever. Tiger back in the day, but yeah, there are some people that will have their. I guess I'm kind of a nerd in this way, but I, I like they wear their golf GPS watch, and so when they're standing there, they know how far the pros have until the green. And so I, I I've never done it, but I can't say that it's not. Good yeah. idea. No, no, no. I can't say this. You can see idea. yourself doing that. I can see myself doing that. <laughs> I would not dress up like a golfer, though, to go. Because when I go to a golf tournament, I want comfort. Because you're doing a lot of I walking. Would, I would love nothing more than to one day be watching a PGA event on TV. And in the background, see Scraby in full golf getup. Just with standing his <laughs> With his shoes. <laughs> just standing behind the rope. Um, that would not be me. You won't. You won't see that. Right. that that's just too much. That's just too. Well, much. We a, do have one sport where people wear the uniform. I mean, I've seen a lot of. Well, maybe not adults, but maybe some adults at NFL games. No, I mean even full, full uniform. Full uniform? I I've seen jerseys. I put it past people to throw some shoulder pads on. Can you even get in the stadium with shoulder I guess, pads? I guess. I guess. I guess the old Oakland fan, the some Raider fan Oakland base, fans, definitely did how that. Did they even get through security with some of the stuff they were wearing. It was a different time. Pads. Different Seriously. time. Different world. Hey, uh, congratulations to the sport of soccer. They're doing something uh, terrific here. Uh, the uh, United States National Soccer Hall of Fame is going to honor the late uh, journalist Grant Wall. Uh, you may recall Wall died at age 49. He collapsed while he was covering the World Cup quarterfinal between Argentina and Netherlands. Uh, an autopsy eventually showed after Scrabe tried to bring up... Uh, Don't No, this is too serious of a story. Do not put me in that. All right, I'll leave you out. Uh, the autopsy by the New York City Medical Examiner's Office determined Wall died from an aortic aneurysm. Anyway, he's going to be honored with this year's uh, Colin Jose Media Award given to journalists who make a long-term contribution to soccer in the United States. That's That seems like a kind of a no-brainer, but I'm glad that they're doing it. Yeah. We should also mention that the United States National Soccer Hall of Fame induction, which is May the 6th in Frisco, Texas. Tony, help me out. Is Frisco, Texas a soccer hotbed? I know it's a double-A hotbed. I don't know yeah. if it's a soccer hotbed. Seems like kind of a weird place for the Hall of Fame induction. Indeed. But nonetheless, uh, Landon Donovan. Shout out to Landon. Is going to be uh, inducted. Congratulations. Also, 
the general manager, current general manager of the uh, San Diego Wave FC and former U.S. women's team coach Jill Ellis is going to be inducted into the Soccer Hall of Fame. And uh, there's several others, but one name I do want to throw out there, this is for old-time San Diego soccer fans out there. They may remember Steve Jungle. I know you guys don't. Z-U-N-G-U-L, Stevie Jungle. Uh, back in the glory days of the soccer, Jungle used to put in 50, 60, 70 goals a season. He was a, hmm. he was a machine, and he's also being inducted into the Hall of Fame. So congratulations to all of those folks. And uh, good on the uh, good on the uh, United States National Soccer Hall of Fame for inducting Grant Wall. Uh, one other thing I wanted to bring up while we have a minute: the Boston Bruins NHL won again last night. Guys, they beat the Canadiens four to two. By the way, the Canadians I think have one of the fun team nicknames. You know what they call them? In hockey circles, they no. call them the Habs. Have you ever heard the of this? The Habs. H-A-B-S. Why? They call the Canadians the Habs because way back in the day, the Canadians were referred to their lengthy title of Les Habitants, being as they're from Montreal. I don't know what that was. Man, hmm. I'm so much better for that. All right, that. stop it. <laughs> On to, you know, sometimes they teach you stuff and you like it. I do. Sometimes I, I do. teach you stuff and you don't care. He's about feeling it. some type of way today because so you've been on his golf this game. This goes in the category of stuff that you didn't care to know. Uh, but we have talked about the Boston Bruins. They are thirty-eight and five now, with four overtime losses. That's they have crazy. eighty points. They are on pace for hundred and thirty-nine points this year. The all-time record is held by Les Habitants at one hundred and thirty-two. So they are on pace to not just eclipse the record, but to soundly break the all-time uh, record for the best season in NHL history. So something to keep an eye on for you hockey fans out there. Bruins are not in action today. I can't wait for the hockey playoffs. I'm a big hockey playoffs guy. Hockey playoffs are going to be interesting. Bruins are going to obviously be heavy favorites. Outside of them, who who, who were playing well this year everybody there's so many what's up with the teams. what's up with the avalanche why, why yeah are they have... well uh, our our guest lauren gardner uh touched on it correctly they've had a ton of injuries mm. it's wiped them out they're very similar to the warriors in basketball they've lost all of their key players at some point during the season and as a result they're uh in the middle of the pack instead of being playing like you know a defending stanley cup champion normally would but they will be dangerous if they are able to get into the playoffs and get healthy, just like the Warriors will be dangerous in the NBA if they get into the playoffs right. and they are healthy. Um, other teams having a great year. The Carolina Hurricanes are 29-9. and That's quite a good season. Uh, Toronto, New Jersey's having a nice year. How are my Sharkies doing? Sharkies. Sharky. Sitting near the bottom there in the Pacific Division. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a while. Yeah, Sharkies. Sharkies. <laughs> I haven't heard much from them. Uh, the only team they're ahead of in the division is the last place Anaheim Ducks. It's been a really bad season for the Ducks, and also I might say for the Gulls, who have been at the bottom of the American Hockey League standings for quite a while this year. That doesn't bode well for your organization, Tony Gwynn Jr., when your major league team is in last place 
and your AAA team is that, in last That means place. you have nothing right now. That Nothing I mean, that's, that's going to help, at that's least. That's a bad combination. Yeah, you'd like at least Is that your, the Ducks you're talking about? The Ducks are in last place, and the Gulls are their farm system mm. team, and they're in last place, too. So, And not a good uh, situation for the Ducks at this point in time. Uh, anything else you want to add, Tony, Scraby, before we go to our final break of the evening? Um, no? No, I just... I was never mind. Just I was gonna say something rude, and I'm not going to. Uh, you know, no, <laughs> nope, not gonna do that you because we once. have to go to break, and you I don't want it to be you awkward. You only live once, Scrape. Nope, I don't want it to be super icy in here after this. So we're just way move too on. late. Now you have to say it. I'm not, not going to. I'm not going to break. Okay, well, uh, we'll be back. Nice to the fans. If you're a 49er fan, this is not good news. Uh oh. What? Uh oh. Christian McCaffrey oh. and Elijah Mitchell. Will set out a Wednesday's practice. Ah, they're wimps. Fine. They're fine. Get in there. Trent Williams also did not practice Wednesday. He doesn't need to practice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kyle Shannon said, "I expect them. I expect him to, but there's no guarantees, especially with it being an NFC Championship game. I think there's a better chance they'll be ready since there's nothing guaranteed after this. So hopefully we'll keep our fingers crossed. 49ers are fine. That was basically him saying, y'all better be there to play because if we lose, the season's over. It's on you. It's on you. Scraby, how many requests did you get? Yesterday to have somebody oh. come videotape you watching the game Sunday. You know, Did you get like uh, more than a dozen. I've learned with Chris sometimes if I if I just let something go, he'll forget all about it. And, and this thing, it's like he's got a, a steel or what is it, a steel, steel trap, trap for a mind. Well, I think I'm trying to look out for everybody out there and the entertainment and enjoyment of everybody in our listening audience. I mean, you were quick to hop on Twitter when you wanted to prove your other point here earlier today that the whole idea that Chris had with the leaderboard. I mean, you quick, and that was like a few. Oh, let me go check. <laughs> exactly. Let me go check. <laughs> exactly. Um, Got like three people stuck up for him, and he's like no, the not three he's ever been. Anyone going to a golf tournament on day All two? All right, we're is, already over that. Oh, oh he, uh, now he doesn't want to hear it. Now I he don't, doesn't want to hear I don't it. Know, nor does anybody else. Oh, Let's I get have, back to wait, the topic on. at hand. Hold on. I got one word that you guys might like from Jeff Sawyer. Said new scraby word opposite, opposite stat. And what is that in reference to? Me being wrong all the time. <laughs> scraby and his opposites. Yeah, that's an opposite. <laughs> I think it works, Jeff. I'll buy that. Pretty yeah. good, Jeff. I think I like Eminem better. Just master of oh. M- misinformation. M-, M of M. M of. <laughs> so you don't. So you're you're not you're not keen on uh, filming yourself during the game Sunday, even though the fans seem to desperately want it out there. I I don't want to do the whole game. That's crazy. But I will do a little bit of it. That I will would be do pretty a little funny. bit. Of I'm it. telling you, you'd go viral. I, I don't think I'd along go viral. with the. Did you? I don't know if you happen to see this after the game the other day, but they had a viral video of a cowboy fan. <laughs> yes. Picking up his television and just throwing it on the floor and yeah. breaking it into a million pieces. I don't. I, can, I, can somebody help that, me with that? Yeah, I, I mean, I, come on, man. You got something. Please. Yeah, your t- life is life is football is not that serious. You got man. I'm some sorry. real. I, lo- I love at sports. That point. Yeah, I do. nobody I would roots never harder take, for their team than I do. Yeah, but. I would never take one of my TVs off the frame, walk it outside, <laughs> oh, and body slam there, it. under yeah. no circumstance. There is a compilation video of a bunch of people destroying. You know their what the things. crazy thing is? It's all Dallas and Eagles fans 
Or all Dallas, excuse me, all Dallas, Dallas, Dallas Cow- Cowboys fans. Cowboys fans. Yeah, and, and like one guy was burning a Dak Prescott jersey. Do you really want to go? I mean, is it viral, going viral that serious that you need to smash a, a, a TV up that's worth, what, $1,500? Some people $2,500? There was one really funny because the guy. I wouldn't care about the $2,500. It'd be cleaning it up. That too. Uh, too. That part. There but was a guy who put it on his driveway and he ran over it with his car. Yeah, and I then saw he, that guy. And he tried to peel out and the TV went like, voof. Right into his garage and took things out. It was good. <laughs> just, just stupid. Absolute stupid. morons. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, Scraby, you're you would just be hilarious to watch. I wouldn't destroy anything, win or lose, because you'd be you're hilarious when the 49ers are doing well, just like you're hilarious when they're not. Well, Frankly, I've only known you when they're doing well. I that's mean, true. We've known each other for four or five years, and they've been pretty good for the four or five years. So, yeah. you've had mostly celebrations, but you're pretty you're pretty comical. Most Forty Nine er fans are. Why is know? that? I don't know why. I, I don't know why. I've told you the story before. How my old roommates <laughs> <Yes>. in college <laughs> were both from San Francisco and drove me absolutely crazy. One of the happiest times I ever had with them was a Monday night game once the 49ers played the Giants. And my roommate was working, my 49er fan roommate was working, and asked me to tape the game for him. (laughs) And I watched it live, which is rare, but back in those days. You had no choice. Anyway, the 49ers that night had, I believe, a 17 to nothing lead, which was quite a bit in that era. Okay. And the Giants ended up coming back to win 21 to 17. And I had so much joy when he came home and rewound the tape, just sitting next to him, not letting him in on who won, and watching him strut around the house <laughs> oh, during see, like, the first half like when they were at 17 to nothing. And he was just being so arrogant and so annoying <laughs> and knowing that in the second half it was all going to come crashing down on him. That was wonderful. That's that's good stuff But it didn't right make there. up for all of the other times that the 49ers did win back in the day. So... Uh, so maybe I think you should, you know, find a way to regale us. I, I, I will, I will do something. Some more uh, championship uh, news and notes. Uh, the Bengals' top offensive linemen, the two of the Bengals' top offensive linemen, did not practice Wednesday, as their status for the ASC championship remains uncertain. Right guard Alex Kappa and left tackle Jonah Williams continue to deal with lingering injuries. Uh, head coach Zach Taylor said, "You know, every day that passes makes it." Makes it probably a little more difficult, but we'll see. So, um, looks like at this point they're still going to be without their top two offensive linemen. Although that wasn't a problem against Buffalo. No. Um, you know, somebody pointed out, and I don't know, it was one of those analytic people pointed it out, but they just said, you know, who the best pass protector on the the Bengals is? Joe Burrow. He's his own pass protector, is what they said. He gets rid of the ball so quick. He gets rid of the ball quick. You don't have to block anybody. And you know what? He he un, he's underrated in terms of extending a play a little bit longer. He, yep. It doesn't he look as there and it doesn't look bit. as good as Jalen Hurts or, or Mahomes, but he he doesn't need to look as good. It just needs to create a little more time, and that seems to do the trick most of the time. Yeah. Well, he's uh, he's on a serious roll right now. We'll see if he can keep it going one more time. All right. Uh, what, are, what are we going with it for our interview of the day? Uh, I think we're going to go with Mark Ross. Let's go with Mark Ross. Was... Give everybody a good look at these championship games. Let's do it. Mark Ross uh, after 
some traffic. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Mark Ross from NFL Network joins us here on Gwyn and Chris. How are you today, Mark? Nice to talk with you, Ex- sir. Great. Excellent. How about you guys? We're, well. we're really good. Uh, all right, let's, we'll start with the NFC Championship, and then we'll get to the news of the day and Patrick Mahomes. Uh, how are you looking at this NFC matchup between the 49ers and the Eagles? You've got uh, one side where uh, uh, the offensive coordinator for the Eagles is a finalist for best assistant coach. And then on the other side, you got uh, D'Amico Ryan's a 49er defensive coordinator, and he's a finalist. So yeah. it's like two you know, trains meeting, right? The Eagles offense, the 49er <laughs> defense. Yeah, it really is. I mean, you just got tons of talent on not just those sides of the ball, both sides of the ball for both teams. I mean, there's just tons of star power, tons of pro bowlers, tons of talented guys. I mean, it's going to be a lot of, front, of fun just – you know, coaching is going to come to play and a play here or there. You know, and I think this game is just going to really come down to, uh, as most NFC Championship games, AFC Championship games, one play here, one play there. And I think that's really where Jalen Hurts is going to be the difference. Uh, we know Brock Purdy kind of had that magical ride, but there's only so much you can do with him. And then that's Jalen Hurts' talent, the MVP-level talent, I think will take take over. But I think it'll be a super close game, very competitive, a lot of big plays on both sides of the ball. So this looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Mark, do you think this is the best the two teams have seen in terms of opponent um, throughout the course of the season? I know Niners has had some pretty big matchups. They had Miami at one point during the year, but I don't know that they've seen as complete of a team. And on the flip side, I don't know if, if the Eagles have seen a defense that, that can do the things that 49ers can. Yeah, these are the two best teams. Okay. I mean, and you saw this coming for a while. With these two, the, a little bit different where the, the the diners started slow, got the Jimmy G injury, and here comes Purdy, and they just keep going. Philly looked like the best team for a while, and in the last couple of games, people got clouded. Well, what's wrong with the Eagles? Well, the MVP's not playing. Right. <laughs> what's wrong with the right. Eagles? So, and then they they go, they come back and and show who they really are last week. So th- these are the two best teams. You couldn't want anything to to have that. So yes, you're right. Neither one of these teams has seen anything like either one on both sides of the ball just complete teams a lot of talent and great coaching and uh speaking of great coaches i mean shanahan's another one of the finalists for coach of the year nick sirianni uh tell us a little bit about this guy uh, he's he seems to be kind of the lesser of the two in terms of prominence and, and he got off to a really slow start i think last year he was two and five and then something clicked. He figured it out. He got them into the playoffs. This year, everything's gone the Eagles' way. Where has Nick Sirianni been? How has he been so successful? Well, I think he really has been innovative with that offense and leaned into Jalen Hurts' strength while while Jalen, but really just a complete leader for the whole entire team. And he's different. You see his press conferences, the way he talks, the way he goes about things, and I think the players really respond to that. You know, kind of like Kyle Shanahan got his little bit of different swag right. to him, too. You know, those are sort of these new age type of head coaches that players respond to. And when you go through that cycle of hiring coaches, owners look at people they like. And instead of looking at 
the guys that players respond to and they like. And I think both of these guys kind of have that little bit of different new age swag that the players respond to. So Sirianni really has just done an excellent job just as a leader, the best head coaches I've been around, not just they know a specific side of the ball, but really are leaders of men, team responds to them. And that Sirianni kind of has done all those right things as a leader, but also with getting that offense together and, Hey, that kind of talent that they have too doesn't help. Doesn't hurt either. Yeah, no doubt. Mark Ross, NFL Network, joins us here on the Premier Chevrolet of Calls Bad Fan Hotline. And Mark, you know there was talk that Purdy would finally finally look different when a team forced the Forty ers to make Purdy beat them themselves. Now that's tough to do with all the weapons he has, but um, in terms of a team being able to do that. Why has it seemed to be so difficult for teams to do that? I mean, Purdy, obviously, is Mr. Irrelevant, last pick of the draft. Uh, it seems like it's been hard for teams to put him in the box and say, you know what, you beat us. Yeah, well, it, number one, the masterful game planning and offensive schemes that Shanahan got going on. I mean, you see all the stuff that they do and guys running wide open, so that helps. Okay, now you got a ton of talent as well with Debo, with Kittle, and all those guys you mentioned. All right. But then also Brock Purdy is pretty good. You know, he's yeah. not he's not Joe Burrow. He's not Mahomes. He's not Jalen right now. But the guy has got, and I evaluated him in college and, and liked him a lot because he had a ton of moxie. He had a ton of confidence. He was accurate. Uh, and he knew how to run an offense. And he could make plays. You know, not super playmaker, but the guy could get out of trouble and make plays. So, he got discounted when he got thrown in there as if he was just this run-of-the-mill type of dude just because of where he got drafted. But the stuff you see from him, the good stuff, is really how he played at Iowa State. I mean, mm. the guy's got tons of records there, a four-year starter. So this is this is how he plays. Now, can he raise that level to do it consistently for a whole game against this sort of team? That remains to be seen. You know, Dallas kind of got after him a little bit last week, but he made plays at the end. And that's really all you kind of need with the way the 49ers defense can shut teams down is we get this offense rolling, but Brock, you can make two or three or four plays a game, and that's all we need from you, and he's capable of doing that. He doesn't have to make 10-20. He can make those three or four, and that's really all you need because he has that skill set, that moxie, and that confidence. All right, let's get that game out of the way. Let's get to the really good game, the Chiefs and the Bengals. I'm only saying that that because our producer is a 49er crazy fan. Uh, Okay. Let's talk about Mahomes. He says he's good. He says he's going to be ready to go Sunday. I don't think any of us are going to really know for sure until the game starts, uh, Mark. Do you think – is it as simple, the AFC Championship? I mean, is it as simple as coming down to how healthy he is and whether he can run around and make some plays he's used to making? Or is there going to be some other things that decide this game? Well, there's two facets. Like, I'm never going to bet against Patrick. But – even if he was healthy, I, I would have picked, and I love Cincinnati. I've been picking them all here to go to the Super Bowl. But I would be close call to say, you know what, Cincinnati's just going to win this game. They've got the better overall team, even if Patrick was healthy. Now, you throw in the high ankle sprain. and it, it's I've never seen anything like this with, with a high ankle sprain. All the high ankle sprains I've been a part of in my whole career, it's, it's a couple weeks, three, four, right. five weeks where these guys are out. I mean, and people act like this guy – you know, just rub some vibranium on his ankle, and he's just a go. Like, it's a, it's a damn, it's a high ankle sprain. Yeah, it's just bizarre that kind of the talking points that have been going on. And but that's just the standard that we have for Patrick Mahomes. Like, yeah, sure, he's just going to go play with a high ankle sprain and be, you know, a hundred percent and go crush it. And and he probably will. 
but it's still not a high ankle sprain. And you don't, as you said, until he goes out there and you start seeing him move around, I, I think they may be putting it out more optimistically than maybe he's really feeling. Of course, he's going to say he's fine. He's not going to jump out there and say, my ankle feels terrible. I, can't, I don't really want to play. All week leading up to the game, he's going to say he's good to go. But until he gets out there and if he's not as effective moving around and doing Mahomes sort of things, that's going to limit their offense, limit what they can do. And obviously that's an advantage for Cincinnati. But but even with a healthy Mahomes, I mean, this Cincinnati team, they beat them. Burrow's playing at a level like nobody else, so it's it's a strong case they'd win anyway. Mark, well, it, it, I mean, I guess till, up until recently, it seems like it started to change in terms of people eyes opening about how good the Bengals actually are. But why did it feel like over the course of the season that this team wasn't getting the type of notoriety a, a, a team that had reached a Super Bowl just a year before normally gets? They play, I mean, I know they got off to the slow start, but just it never felt like people were really paying all that much attention to the Bengals. I think it's still just that old, it's Cincinnati. It's yeah. just, that thing, it still carries a lot of weight with, with with the NFL and you know Dallas gets the benefit of the doubt or certain teams that they're great where it's still oh that's just Cincinnati and their people aren't really looking like they got the second best quarterback in the league and their defense is playing at a top five level and they got the best young set of playmakers in the league with led by Jamar Chase and T Higgins and Tyler Boyd and Mixon like that is a good team with a lot of talent and I've been talking about them all year long from the start that you know that team is legit and win after win, they just keep getting underrated for some reason. Um, and it's it sort of just – but I think that's really what it is. It's just sort of the Good old Cincinnati. Old Cincinnati type of thing of, of of that. But they go in there and win it again. It'll be a whole new new day, new yeah. era for uh, see how they look at the Bengals. Everybody will say, I told you so all along. Yeah. Right? They'll all go, oh, yeah, we knew the Bengals were going to do it. Mark Ross, NFL Network, we appreciate the time. One last thing for me, Mark, I want to talk about Lou Anarumo. And a lot yep. of people don't know who he is. He's the Bengals' defensive coordinator. He must have done something right in that Buffalo game. Either that or Buffalo just didn't show up. I'm not sure which. But the Bengals don't seem – and you said they're playing at a top-five level on defense. But they don't seem to play like that all the time. Come playoffs, the Bengals do play like that. And yeah. I, I, I just – I wonder, this guy's name never gets thrown out there for a head coaching job. or I haven't heard it yet. Uh, is he doing something special with these guys? No doubt, especially in playoff time, and that's all that matters. Forget me in 15th or whatever. With our two Super Bowl runs with the Giants, our our defenses were average during the regular season, and then we absolutely shut people down in the playoffs because we had the elements, we had the players that do it, and it all came together. I'll, I'll take that as opposed to some regular season being a top 5D. But, yeah, he hasn't gotten it. I've had this discussion with people this week actually about him and you know, he's an older dude who's been around and kind of being, again, overlooked Cincinnati. He hasn't gotten any interviews, which is kind of strange. It's the, if he was 35 and right. part of the, you know, San Fran, he'd probably be the next guy up. But because of, of all those factors in, in the past, I think that's kind of hurt going against him as opposed to teams really looking like, yeah, they, they're, they're doing something right there. That guy knows what he's doing. Let's just at least talk to him and give him a chance. 
Yeah, I'd like to have him uh, no coaching my team. He does a great job. The Bengals do a great job. Sounds like you're kind of leaning Bengals Eagles. I, I, am I correct? That's your I, leaning. That, yep, you got it. That's, okay. that's where I'm going. That's where I'm going with it. I'm from Philly. Originally from Philly. Worked for the Eagles for eight years, so I, I got to go them anyway. But yes, that's, <laughs> professional and personally, I'll take them. Having having played a year in Philly, I understand why you have to go there. Yeah. And pick him on this one. <laughs> Good point. Hey, Mark, thanks for the time. Really enjoyed the conversation. Hope we can do it again. No doubt. Anytime. Good Thanks, stuff. Mark. Thank you very much. Mark Ross right there from NFL Network with some good insight into the AFC and the NFC Championship games. And, and, and he was brought to you by the uh, premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Indeed. Which I don't have the rest of the reason. Save money the right way. With Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Chevrolet. Fine. New roads. New roads. Where's my new Chevrolet, by the way? You have a new car. I will take the Chevrolet. Well, I'm trying to get one for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just to help you out. out. Even when I try to help you out, you're anti It's been one of those days today for you, too. It's okay. I enjoyed it thoroughly, though. It was fun. (laughs) We'll be back again tomorrow, Thursday, one step closer to Friday. Are we going to do... we were supposed to do a rate the radio car. Are we going to make it up tomorrow? Perhaps. Depending on how the chips fall with the guests I have ah. invites out there. So you'll definitely have to tune in to find out. Fun, oh, NFL, yeah. fun NFL facts and figures about the AFC and NFC championship games you'll only get here on this program tomorrow. Gwyn and Chris, 2 o'clock. Make sure you rejoin. Have a good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 